Straight Talk Uncut. Hey, everybody, how's it going? It's Tellus here, back with another edition of Straight Talk Uncut. And this is being recorded on March 14th, 2016. How's everybody doing? How you, how you guys doing? What's going on? I'm just trying to get organized here. Man, I need to, I really need to clean up my desk. My desk stay clean for like 30 minutes. No matter like how many times I clean it, 30 minutes later, it's, it's just got clutter, cameras and phones and all kinds of stuff all, all on the desk. Okay, so let's let's go ahead and get started. Uh, the quote for this episode is by Abraham Lincoln, and it goes like this. Always bear in mind that your own resolution to succeed is more important than any one thing. Again, always bear in mind that your resolution to succeed is more important than any other one thing. Again, that's by Abraham Lincoln. So, um, so I mean, what is what is this talking about? So it, it's like the the one thing you have in in mind as your definition for for success, like um, your your resolution to achieve that success, to achieve. Every, everything that goes along with what it takes to get to your your particular definition of success um, supersedes any of the little things you have to go to you have to go through and I have to constantly remind myself about that like all the little small setbacks are temporary they're only like they're only permanent if you make them permanent in your mind if you if you say this this is it this that's the end you know one little small thing if you take that as a defeat and then just stop that's that's on you you know but what you have to remember in order to get past those is to remember that you have a bigger goal this is just one little thing in your way you know that that you just have to overcome. It, it it's not going to last forever. It only it's only forever if it's if it's in you know if you let it. If you let that one failure, that one setback, that one obstacle, if you let that stop you. So that's why you have to keep your eyes or keep your keep your mind focused on the larger goal. So whatever situation you're in now, whatever whatever little thing you get you got going on now that you don't want to be in or or that you, you you may not want to be in but you have a need to be in it because of life because of uh you know circumstances just remember that that situation is not forever if you if you don't make it so you have to keep in mind that um in history like all the people that that we read about you know the the same old people that we read but matter of fact the same people that when I read these quotes, these those people, we we know about those ex, the, the extraordinary things that they achieved, and we also know about the extraordinary obstacles that they have to, that they have to overcome. But chances are, chances are, you and I would not have to even come close to 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 having obstacles as grand. <laughs> some of these people's in his in history you know like 
our things are smaller, like the little day-to-day, little nagging, little biting around your ankles, little obstacles. That's the stuff that we have to go through. Not not these big insurmountable things, simply because of the the times that we're in. You know, the the struggles that we faced on a day-to-day basis is that's the shit that just nags and gets to at least in my situation. It's not extraordinary things. I'm not poor. I'm not homeless. I'm not. I'm not like struggling. <laughs> you know. You know what I mean. Like I've never been homeless. I, I've never like been without food. Sure, I've had my own little you know trials and tribulations in life, but nothing. Com- not not even close to some some a lot of these stories and biographies that I've read about these people um, who've overcome larger things. You know. Uh, the, the, some of the stuff I go through every day are, are just just little small things that I may make big in my head, and it may be the same thing, same way with you. Like we we make we make you know we we make them bigger than what they are simply because we think we're the only ones going through them. These little small things, you know, um, you know, family struggles, relationship struggles, little small financial struggles, obligations, um, you know, really things that. You, you know, you have to go through to do right by your family, but you have this other need, this other want to be creative and to be, you know, successful in your creativity, to to have that thing be what you're known for when, you, when you're gone. You know, we, it's, it's not like these big struggles, these big uh, just life-altering, earth-shattering things we have to go through. It's the little small stuff, you know, whether it's a cubicle job that you hate, that you don't want to be in, just, just realize this is temporary, but you have to, your, 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 your ultimate success has to be greater than that one thing that's, um, that, or that's one situation or, or several situations that you're in that you don't want to be in. And then again, you know, I, I, I've been listening to a lot of uh, podcasts that are, are, are like old. There's, well, actually, one that's real old. It's an old podcast. It's been around. It's, it's actually the longest photography podcast that I know of. And uh, so I'm going back through all these old episodes. And what I've come to find, like, and it's, and it's actually re- making me retrain the way I'm thinking about things, is that. One problem I I had, I always had when I was in, when I was working in these cubicle jobs um, that paid good. I mean, that anybody, anybody would would be happy to have uh, that sort of paycheck and benefits and things like that. And that stability, well, stability is relative, Um, you know, but one thing I, I always had was I couldn't, I couldn't focus. And I've... I've since then, you know, listened to podcasts of, of doctors who, who, um, you know, achieving great, uh, creative success while, while being a doctor, you know, uh, I'm, I'm like, why can't I do that? Why can't I just, just, you know, have that stable. And I talked about this on uh, a few episodes ago, how, you know, you have like these crowdfunding sources, but then you also get funded by, you know, a side job, a, a gig. And, uh, and I, and I tried that. It's just, I think it was more 
the the people I was working with. It, again, I, I that's exactly what it was. Like the job wasn't bad. Like there's it's rare that I've I, I haven't had any like bad job as far as the work. It was just the people. And my personality just don't jive with certain people. I just, I, I'm, I can't be around fake ass people, and I have a hard time, um, like, like, like faking. I, I, I can't explain. I have a hard time being in, like, faking it in situation as far as, uh, uh trying to appease people. You know what I mean? So, and and I, I wish I, you know. I'd probably be further along if I had like those stable paychecks coming in and those benefits that that would have relieved a, a lot of uh, a, a lot of financial situations, you know, where you won't even have to think or, or, or contemplate too hard. Like like I told you guys, my printer crapped out on me. You know, I wouldn't have, that wouldn't have been a thing if I knew I had that stable check coming out. Like I just go out and buy the damn printer. Um, but still, that's temporary. You know that that that's the sort of thing that you you just have to keep pushing past. I remember I gave a printer uh, 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 to a guy a while a long time ago, probably five or six years ago. I was working in a warehouse, probably actually probably more than that, probably like ten years. Matter of fact, it was because it was when my daughter, my wife was pregnant with my uh, middle daughter. She's eleven now, so it was about ten eleven years ago. So anyway, um, this guy he he tried to start this business. I can't even remember what it was. And, and I was talking to him. Oh, I, I know exactly what it was. It was a, um, he, he was doing uh, like, uh, not, not repairs, but what, what's the word? Like carpentry and, and um, like hand, not, not, not handyman stuff, but like adding, doing additions to people's houses and, you know, construction, construction, like home construction and, 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 and things like that. And, and I asked him, why he stopped, you know, cause I, at the time I was, we had a rental property and, uh, and I think I was going, I was getting my real estate license and, and I asked him what stopped him. And he was like, Oh, his printer died. So he was, he was unable to do contracts or, or no, he said he didn't have a printer. So he was unable to do, it was a particular job and he was unable to write a contract because he didn't have a printer. And I just, I was just like, is this guy serious? You, you know, I mean, and so I had like three or four printers sitting at home from like PCs that I, you know, you buy a PC and and you get like these free cheap printers. Matter of fact, I, I'm still using one now, the HP 5150 that I, I had forever. But I I had um, like two other printers that I that I was still in boxes, so I brought it to work and just gave it to him. I was like, dude, here, you know, I mean, they got to let that one thing stop him. I'm like, you could have even, you know, written out a contract by hand. But anyway, um, so, so that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, these little small things, if you listen to this podcast, chances are the, the things that you struggle with are, pro- you know, probably in comparison to, to, uh, some people, some obstacles people have to go through you know, divorce and going through uh, custody battles and stuff. I'm I'm not even going through that. Like, you know, but you, you, I hear, I read about these people that have overcome these big things and I'm like, what the hell is my problem? You know what I mean? Like, so that's the thing you have to do. Keep your mind on your ultimate success 
and do whatever it takes to get to to that. You know, get and, and just know that these little small things that you're doing in the process, it they don't matter. You know, they don't matter. These these are little just small. They're not important. It's just an ends to a mean. A means to an end. Ends to a means to an end. Is that it? Or ends to no means to an end. That's it. Yeah, these little small things are means to an end. Uh, if my wife were here now, she'd be cracking up. I mean, I'm I'm always getting these, you know, like sayings and stuff. I'm always getting them backwards and stuff. She just die laughing, and, and like I'm always the last person to get the joke. Like her and my kids would be laughing. I'm like, what? The, what's so funny? And then she, and she can't even like explain what she's laughing at because she's laughing so hard. And I'm trying. I'm like, what? What is she laughing at? You know, either it's, it can be like somebody's name or something I can be saying wrong, and she just be cracking up laughing. And I'm like, I don't even see what's funny. And then she like try to explain to me, you know, what I said. But anyway, that's that's what I was getting at. Uh, and, and you know, and I'm going through some of that stuff now, by um, that I I get to later. So, all right, that's 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 my summary on that quote. So what's going on? You know, last weekend or yeah, last weekend. I actually got a chance to see a movie. No, it wasn't Deadpool. No, it wasn't. It wasn't uh, Star Wars: Force Awakening, and it wasn't any of those movies that I want to see that I've been dying to see. It was Zootopia. Yeah, Zootopia. So I took my uh, two of my kids to see Zootopia. My my youngest daughter and my oldest, and my oldest, uh, some of her friends came along. And my middle kid, she stayed home with with mom. She didn't. She was. She don't like going to theaters all that much. Uh, she's not too big into theaters, so um, she decided to chill out, stay home, uh, and, and do some get some some of her little art things going. But uh, so let me let me let me give a review. The the movie I like the movie, and and it was it's another one of those movies that you you heard more adults laughing. First of all. I'm not even sure when the movie came out, but we just saw it. Uh, what's the date? We, we, the day is the 14th. We just saw it on the 12th. So I'm not sure how, uh, you know, I, I don't even know when the movie came out. But the, the night we went, it was a full house. It was packed. Matter of fact, we set three rows from the from the screen. So, you know, the, you have the screen, you have the first row, second row. We were the third row. That's how packed it was. So we was just, like, looking. And, you know, the last few times we went to see, like, animated movies or Disney or Pixar movies, we we it was like that. We had to sit, like, so close. And we got there, like, 30 minutes early um, or 30 minutes before the movie started. So the movie was good. But it was, it was again, you, you heard more laughter from the adults than you did from the kids. And it was, I mean... It was a good story. There was a un, definitely an underlying message of it, and it was about tolerance and acceptance and, and things like that. So I loved that part, and they it, it, they did it real well. They didn't make it um, like I, I mean the way they the way they did it and try to show how you can't judge a whole group of people in this case a group of animals by the actions of a few. That was the underlying thing of the whole entire thing. And the way they did it was just awesome. You know, I, and, I, and I, I was asking my daughter, like, did you? Well, of course, my oldest daughter got it. But I asked my youngest daughter, did she get it? And she was like, yeah, she got it. And she explained to me. 
And I was like, now translate that to life, to, to people, you know, that's, that's really it, you know, but there was some parts in it. It was like, how could, how could kids get this? Like there was this, it was kind of a cliche, uh, but there was this one, and it just, if you, I mean, if you haven't seen it in, in, you know, you don't want spoilers, you, you may want to stop right now. Um, so, but there was this, there was this one part where there was this cliched Mr. Biggs type thing where Mr. Big is not big at all. He's like the tiniest thing in the whole movie. And, but it was this Godfather cliche thing. You know, it was like the God, you know, the Godfather. This guy was like, you you've come to me with, with, with these problems and you know, the, the whole Godfather thing. Right. And, I, and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm like looking sideways at my, my youngest daughter. She had no, she had no clue what, what was so funny, what all adults were laughing at. And, and, and I was, I was, I was like, I was laughing. It was funny, but no kid, no kid would get that. And there was some other things that, that the kids wouldn't get. It was one part where, uh, the whole thing was, it was this rabbit. She, a female rabbit. She wanted to be a cop. You know, rabbits don't be cops. That's, that's, you know, the, the one of the themes of the story, like rabbits just farm and grow carrots and her parents bless their hearts looking out for her best interest didn't want her to be a cop and they were doing everything to discourage her from being a cop the same thing creative people go through you know you, your parents mean well people around you mean well but you know but they give you bad advice that's not in your best interest is in their best interest and there was this one thing where the the parents of the rabbit said you know uh pretty much crushing her dream saying, yeah, you, you think we didn't have dream. We had dreams too, but you know, we had kids and you know, we, we just squashed all those dreams and now we grow crack carrots pretty much, you know what that's, that's real life. And all the parents are cracking up laughing and the kids are like, I don't get it, <laughs> you know? And, uh, so that, so, but it was a good movie. It's worth seeing. Uh, I, 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 I like going to movies that, you know, my kids enjoy that adults can enjoy, but it, 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 you know, it was, it was, it was about 50, 50, I would say about, um, I enjoyed it throughout, but you know, I, when I take my kid to a movie, I want them to enjoy it. You know, I, I want them to, to get a full blast out of it. So, uh, but for the most part, they enjoyed it. It was just a few, few things that they didn't get because, you know, it's like, they've never seen Godfather, you know, even, even, uh, uh, if they've seen other, you know, other similar scenes in other movies, because that, that theme has been in other movies, you know, I don't think they get it, get it then either. So anyway, it was a good movie, but like I said, I still got like three movies I, I want to see. Well, Batman versus, uh, Superman versus Batman is coming up and I know I won't see that in the theater. Um, just because we, we got so much stuff going on and, uh, I may even be out of town during that time. So, you know, when it opens. The last movie I saw on opening day, opening night, was the first Jurassic Park. <laughs> it was the last movie I saw on opening night. It was at midnight. They launched it at midnight. It was back in Jackson, Mississippi. So, um, all right. So that was it. That was it. It's Zootopia is worth seeing. I liked it. It was fun. It has definitely funny parts in it. Um, what else is going on? Oh, so I've been telling you guys about 
um, me and my phone situation. Like, am I going to upgrade? Well, check this out. So I had a friend who, you know, he was due for an upgrade and his phone, you know, crapped. Actually, he dropped his and um, he got all messed up. And, and he went to, you know, Verizon and upgraded the phone. And he was telling me about how, how they do it, but he couldn't explain exactly how. You know, because my whole thing was I'm not going to pay. First of all, I'm not going to pay uh, the phone I, I, that I, if I was going to upgrade, I would get was the Note 5. Um, I, I wasn't going to pay like seven. The 64 gig was like 730 something bucks. I, I'm, I'm not paying it for a phone ne- ever for it to be obsolete in like, a, you know, six months. Never, never. So I was holding out to wait to buy a used one, either a Note 4 or find a good price used Note 5. Or if I was going to upgrade, I was just going to pay the, you know, like the three, they have an option of like $300 for, you know, if you got a two-year contract. Or you can pay monthly, but if you pay monthly, you end up paying 700 bucks for the phone. So I was like, no, I refuse to do that. So my phone, I've been I've been having problems with my phone for um I don't know for about for for a little while, and and the the biggest problem is the headphone jack is loose. Um, and I'm because that's because I'm I I I keep something plugged in my headphones, so I'm always on my own like using my headphones. Um, so but a, a lot of times I my car my the wire the the headphone wire get caught on something like a drawer or something gets snatched out, so. You know, three, four, five years of doing that is just is just loose. And the other thing was that I'm just my storage is at so much of a max. Even with my SD card in there, I, I have a the phone is a 16 gig. You know, it's the Note 2. It is 16 gig, and then I have a 32 gig SD card, and they're like max. So every time I want to do something, I end up having to, you know, transfer stuff to Google Drive and you know clean it. You know that whole thing. And, um, you know, so it locks up sometimes and I have to, it won't even reset. I have to take the battery out to, to reset it. And the biggest time that I've had a problem with that is when I'm going to do my, my little gig where I take pictures of properties, when I'm using, um, I have this app to where it routes out. I can plug in like several addresses and it, it you know, and click a button and it shows me the quickest route or the most efficient route to each one based on my location. And it uses Google Maps, you know, and for for the navigation and uh, GPS. And then, and, you know, sometimes it just locks up in the middle of me driving. That's that's the biggest problem I had with it. And I know that's just because of maxing out on RAM and, and, and storage and stuff like that. So anyway, long story short, I ended up upgrading <laughs> to a Note 5. And what they don't tell you is if you own like an old plan, you actually save money by going to a newer plan and upgrading the phone. So this, so pretty much, there's three phones on our contract. Me, and my wife, and my oldest daughter, right? And we were sharing two gigs, two gigs of data. We were paying like one sixty four a month for that plan with our with our three phones. Now I've been on a month to month on my phone for like I don't know two years or, or something like that. I've been on a month to month because I I didn't get a a new contract because I didn't upgrade phones. And, um, and so, but when I went to, I call, so I called two Verizon stores and they told me one guy, he's just talking too fast. So 
I didn't get the full gist of, of how the new plans work and everything. So I called another store and I just bombarded this guy with questions. So what it is is depending on what plan you have, going if you, when you upgrade, yeah, you pay monthly, but your your service charge on your on your phone is going to be cheaper, which is going to compensate for um, some of what you pay monthly on a new phone. So so basically, we were paying forty dollars a month on our service fees, and I, so I was paying forty dollars a month for service fee on my phone. Well, that dropped to like twenty dollars a month when I upgraded to the new phone, and the new phone is thirty dollars a month. So my bill goes from one sixty four a month for two gigs of sharing. You know, of course, unlimited texts, unlimited calls, to one forty five a month for three gigs of data, and everything else is the same. And then plus, I get a new phone, and that's with the cost the monthly cost of the new phone. So, I mean, I, I looked at that so much and I was like, I know I'm getting, it's like, this, 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 here's the deal. Just like I told my, my friend, I was like, you know, he, cause he was like, I, you know, I don't think I'm getting screwed. I'm like, no, you getting screwed. You, you getting fucked by the, by the, by, by Verizon period. You getting fucked some way or another. But it's just, it's for me. It's about understanding how I'm getting fucked and getting fucked the least. That's, that's it. That's that's it because obviously if they can change the service fee if I upgrade the phones like well how come my service fee couldn't have just been short couldn't have been lower anyway you know what I mean if they if they were able to finagle the cost and everything to to offset the phone because they know it's ridiculous well they can I mean the service fee they can charge whatever they want for the service fee they control that. And I understand it. And I understand that they can't control the cost of what Samsung charges for the phone. I understand that too. So in long story short, I end up get upgrading to a Note 5. I'll probably be here tomorrow. So I'm looking forward to that. Looking forward to uh, using that as a, as a, I mean, to the, to the fullest, you know, uh, you know, I, I've been hesitating on, getting on like Instagram and all this stuff. When I see these people with these iPhones, you know, these iPhone projects and stuff, I'm like, well, like, like I saw this one thing with this guy, well, he, he shot it, edited it and did all this stuff on, from his iPhone. I'm like, well, the, all the, the galaxies can do that. So I, I couldn't understand why they made it seem like you can only do that from like an iPhone. And I'm not a, I'm not like a fanboy of iPhone or galaxies. I, I, since I got the note two, that, I just know that's the that's the phone that I'm gonna use. So that's why I don't even look. You know, I'm not one of these people that I have to have all this different stuff. Like I find something that work and I and I stick to it until something else can come along. Before I start using the Galaxy phones, um, I was using Windows. I used Windows forever until uh, there was one phone that I got. The Windows kind of took a dip before they changed their whole. Uh, you know, the, the the whole upgrade to everything looking like a desktop. It was an HTC. I can't even remember what it was. HTC something. But, uh, and I, and I had that, I, you know, I used to like windows because when I was in real estate, everything just synced, you know, I, I use windows, I use windows, I use, uh, windows OS. And, um, so everything would just sync. And then when Google started getting better, 
my first Google phone, my first Android phone was a Android. It was a Motorola Android. And then I got the Android one. Then I got the Android two. And then when it came time and, and I liked the keyboard on those, that, that was the thing. Matter of fact, the windows phone I had too had a keyboard. So I was big into keyboards. You know, I didn't want like, I always wanted a physical, physical keyboard. So when, um, the Android, I think the Android, what did Android leave at? Android three or four or something like that. Nothing really changed. It wasn't like significant changes. So that's when I um, left the the, the the Motorola Droids and then went to this Note 2. And then, you know, like I said, it works for me. I like the stylus. I, I use the stylus all the time. I mean, I use my phone for everything. So, um, so when I, I, you know, I looked at some videos on some of the stuff the Note 5 can do, you know, 4K video, the camera's awesome, just a lot of stuff, a lot of multimedia stuff. So, and plus we got a, we have a little trip coming up and, um, last time we took, last time we took a trip, I paid, you know, of course I paid extra for all my camera gear, but I didn't end up using my DSLR that, all that much. And I took both bodies, um, and I, and I used them like there was there was a few times that I used them extensively and there was we went to this beach it was like overcast cloudy and I did some longest I tested out some long exposures because I wanted to you know fade the people on the beach out and I wanted to get get some waves to look like you know show the motion and uh, I, you know I did some things like that I actually still need to edit those and get them up online somewhere but um, but I also shot with my Franken cameras <laughs> you know my my medium formats that I converted. <clears throat> so I think on this trip, um, I, I'm contemplating on not um, taking my DSLR because it's, it's just going to be a little trip, like four or five days. Um, I'm, th I'm contemplating on just taking my point and shoot film cameras, and of course, you know, the Note Five, uh, and then I, you know, I actually my the Note Four. I mean, the Note Two is going to be my backup camera now, and I'm going to retire the Motorola Droid that I've been using as a backup backup uh phone i use it for like uh you know stuff stuff that i you know i may end up dropping the phone like if i'm working out i use it for mp3 players you know stuff like that i use it as a counter it, you know like the like if i'm doing like uh, any kind of tabata training and stuff i use it as like an interval timer or something stuff like that so the note 2 is going to be that thing now so um so yeah, I'm, I'm you know I'm thinking about doing like a little mini project with it just to put it to put it through the test. I mean, although it's been out, you know, the Note Six might be out next month. Um, but I like you know I, I don't like getting things when they brand brand new because all the bugs are not out. You know, there's gonna be bugs and stuff. Uh, there's gonna be um, uh, you know firmware updates and all that stuff. So. You know, I like I like to get stuff on the intel of things, and then uh, again, the prices are usually lower. So anyway, I uh, got that going on, and um, and also with, I'm going to be doing a lot more recording from my phone because I'm going to be having to commute to this new gig I got uh, doing product photography. It's going to be like a constant or you know regular thing. So I'm, I'm going to be doing a lot of my um, I have, it's about a 25 minute, 30 minute commute. So I'm going to be doing a lot of the podcasts on the, on the road now doing the commute. So, um, yeah, so I just wanted to mention that too. You know, I'm still going to do as many as I can, you know, from, from my desk, 
but a lot of them are going to be done on the commute. So anyway, all right, let's let's get to some of the stories I have going on that I, I've been reading about. So um, came across this website in, in um, this article or this video that I saw by a photographer, Roger, is it Roger Allen? Roger Ballin, right? And it's called, you may be a photographer, but are you an artist? You may be a photographer, but are you an artist? Think before you shoot. Here are seven thoughts from world-renowned artist Roger Ballin. And it's a video. I'm going to post a video. It's, it's a YouTube video. I'm, I'll post a link, but... Uh, you may be a photographer, but are you an artist? Yeah, so <clears throat> do, a, do a, just Actually, just do a search for it. You may be a photographer, but are you an artist? And it's... Um, Oh, actually, it's on it's on the the YouTube channel of this site of this site. It's like a magazine. It's like an online magazine slash. Um, actually, you know what? Since I since I have it up, let me let me just go ahead and explain what this is, what this site is. So the site is called um, Cooperative of Photography, and it the the logo. <clears throat> It's C O O P H. So go to C O O P H dot com. So C O P H is a photography apparel manufacturer and community focused online mag that recognizes and supports people passionate about photography. It is the very first it is the very first brand to produce stylish and functional clothing specifically designed with photographers in mind. From our specialized apparel and professional photography workshops to our popular online, online magazines and video, everything we do works towards recognizing and supporting the people behind the lens. Now, when I first came to the site, I didn't even know it was like apparel until I read that about page. And then sure enough, at the top, you see a link that goes to a store. And, um, and you know, it's, 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 I mean, it's like hoodies and stuff like that, but you know, as far as geared towards photography, I, I don't, photographers, I don't know, I get, maybe have like hidden pockets or something. I'm not sure, but you can go check that out. I'm not, I'm not all into fashion and stuff. Um, <laughs> you know, check it out. I mean, it seems like some cool stuff. Uh, but what led me to it was that video, uh, by Roger Belling about you may be a photographer, but are you an artist? And, I, I man, when I when I when I think about the kind the 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 type of work that I want to create, like the type of I mean mood or the type of uh, aesthetic that I that I ultimately want to get to is this guy's work. You know, you know, it is like, and, and if you go to it, you you sort of see it's like. It's it's so out of the realm of what if you think about photography, it's it's so out. It's more it's more akin to, um, like um, what what's the word? Multimedia? No, not multimedia. Um, mixed media? Yeah, it's more akin to like mixed media type artwork. You know, it has like a mixed media feel to it um and, and then you know check out his website as well 
Let me bring it up here again. Yeah, Roger Roger Ballen, and that's R O G E R B A L L E N dot com. And you know the the heading Roger Ballen is one of the most influential and important photographic photographic artists in the 21st century. And you know, some sometimes when I see art like that, I'm like, how, like where was I? Why I've never seen this stuff? Why I, I I don't I don't know why. Like why why I've never seen this guy's work. But yeah, check out that video, man. Let me know what you think about it. Let me know what you think about just that um, that title. You may be a photographer, but are you an artist? If I had to choose between the two, like they somebody came to me and say, you can only be a photographer or artist. Of course, I would choose artist. Even even if saying you're a photographer is the thing that may pay the bills, depending on what you do, you know. Um, but I, I don't know. It, it just resonated with me in a huge way in the video. I mean, some, a lot of it is like it catches you it's it's so unexpected, you know what I mean? And then you you think, like, what is he going for? Oh, actually, you know what? Let me let me let me see something. Let me see if there's this iconic there's this picture of uh, these two twins, uh, these twins, and you know I just remembered that that was in that video. These twins and they seem. I don't know, like they have some sort of deformity. And I'm wondering, I, I just remember that because it flashed in 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 that video of his. Uh let me let me check something out real quick. I just wanna I just wanna see if that's if that's his picture, then yeah, I definitely know. I've definitely seen his work before. Um and I'm just going to do do do. Yeah, I think that is exactly his his uh and you would know exactly what I'm talking about when you see the image. When you see the image of the Yeah, okay, so I have seen this work before. I have seen this work before. It's the it's the picture of uh what's called Platland. Yeah, J uh Dressy and Casey twins. And this picture is from oh I thought it was older than it. It's like this from is this from nineteen ninety three? What is this from? What year is this from? Yeah, Dressy and Casey, twins, Western Transvaal, 1993. Oh, I thought that was older than that. But yeah, you know the picture when you when you see it. And you yeah, okay. So I do know I do know these. I do recognize these images. But the the stuff in that video was just so so different. Um so that was from another series. What is that series? And I'm on his website and you can oh, Asylum of Birds. Okay, so yeah, man. So if you looked, at, if you go to his website and you go through series, and look through his series, you wouldn't even think these are the same. This is the same photographer. God, it's awesome. It's, I mean, it's just some awesome work. I mean, I just love this work. That's like, I don't know. I mean, yeah, man. It, it's just like you think every one of these series you think is a different photographer. And that's how it's supposed to be, you know. Some some people always talk about you got to have a you know a certain look to, to to where someone look at it, they know it's yours. Well, that means you're boring as shit. That means you're boring. 
if if you if you've done something for 10 20 30 years and it has the same look you're not doing something right you know <laughs> I, I i wish i can uh a, a lot of my old stuff are on like these hard drives that they you know they, they don't even have um i don't even have i'm i'm picking them up now i have four of them or actually three of them sitting on my desk that i've been needing to to buy um uh, like external drive cases, like old one, old IDE port, IDE port cases. Because when I built my computer, my new computer that I have here, I didn't even think, I didn't even consider that. I didn't even consider, uh, I you know IDE ports. So I have to, uh, even though in my case there's like one slot for an IDE, but. Uh, what I'm going to end up doing is just buying. Actually, I bought two, but they end up not working. I bought two external um, IDE boxes that, I mean, yeah, IDE uh, drive cases, but they didn't work. So I sent them back. I bought them on Amazon, sent them back, and I just haven't uh, purchased them again. But I'm, I wanted to do like an anthology of all of all the work I've done over years, and it's totally it's it's. It's totally different, and it, it just tells the story of like what I was going through, like the, from the dark stuff and the newest. You know, I was heavily into digital art when I started, so I I, I collage digital with with um, with film photography, and um, and I just want to get some of that stuff, you know, off these old hard drives and and uh, you know just put them up to show like a a, a story history, you know. So anyway, check out Roger Ballen, B-A-L-L-E-N. And also check out that site, C-O-O-P-H.com. It has some interesting stories, interesting videos, some workshops, things like that. Check it out. It, it, I mean, it's an interesting site. I'm always, you know, when I come across these sites that's like not just showing editorial photography or like clean, straight edge fashion and stuff like that. Um one more story. I did actually. It was like four more stories I was gonna get to, but you know, I think I may just put them on the next episode. But I wanted to get to this. Remember, I talked about um, that this this website called Charity Navigator, right? Where you can go and and learn about what charities are pretty much scams and what what aren't. So came across this article about the wounded warrior. And here's the headline: Wounded warrior executives fired <clears throat> amidst controversy. Amidst, amid controversy. So the board of the Wounded Warrior Project, one of the largest veteran-supported organizations in the country, has fired the nonprofit's chief executive officer and chief operating officers, according to CBS News report. Now I'm a veteran, so of course you know this. I took notice of this. The departure of the two top execs, CEO Stephen Nordizzi Nordizzi and COO Al Giordano, comes at a time when the wounded veteran-focused organization is awash in controversy amid news reports accusing the group of wasteful spending. So, you know, it's not necessarily saying that they're crooks, but it's saying wasteful spending. So, so here's an example. According to Wounded Warrior Project tax forms obtained by CBS News Investigation, you know, I, you know, I know there's people that have their, um, you know, have their camps as far as news agency, whether it's Fox, CBS, CNN, whatever. 
all I'm saying is big up to CBS for doing this. The organization spent $26 million on conferences and meetings in 2014, up from 1.7 million in up from 1.7 million in 2014. Hold up, wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay, let me read this again. The organization spent $26 million on conferences and meetings in 2014, up from $1.7 million in 2014. What? I don't understand with it. Maybe they messed up. Maybe they, maybe it meant up from $1.7 million in 2013. Oh, by the way, this this source, this is, uh, what is this, the Boston Globe? What is this? No, this is just from Microsoft. <clears throat> this is from MSN News. This is where I got this report from. I'm, I'm trying to get better at like, um, you know, the same where I'm getting these stories from, so people won't fucking be talking about them. I don't know. I, I just want to make notice where I'm getting the story from. Okay, so the CBS report also talked to numerous former employees that accused the organization of making money off their injuries. According to the charity watchdog, Charity Navigator, that's the one I, I spoke about, Wounded Warrior Project only spends 60% of its budget on veterans. The Marine Corps Law Enforcement Foundation, on the other hand, provides more than 98% to veterans. Again, I'm a... The Marine Corps Law Enforcement. So if there's a charity that you want to give to for veterans, the Marine Corps Law Enforcement Foundation provides more than 98% to veterans. Charity Navigator also assessed that the Wounded Warriors' total revenue for 2014 was well over $340 million. These fuckers, man. Man, you know, see, this, this is like... When when I when you hear me talk about I don't give a shit about what politicians talk about. If they're not talking about stuff like this, fuck them. If they're not talking about like little, you know, like the the, the you know what I mean? Like I, I don't understand. I, I just don't get it. I, I just don't get like what people find important in life. Like what what people? I mean, the fiasco of from what I hear, I don't watch it. From what I hear about like the the about the political debates and the the presidential race and stuff, it, it, the shit it sounds like something that's on Netflix. You know the stuff I that I hear about what Donald Trump says and then emails for like Hillary Clinton and all this other. Sh it, it sounds like it sounds like something some some made for Netflix net, Netflix original or Amazon original movie. But you have stuff like this going on, you know what I mean? You you have you have, uh, it, it, I mean, and then also on the other hand, I, you know, I try not to say names, and I, 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 I just have to say it. But you you know, talk about people who work, do do the right thing. Um, that's the one I know who retired thirty years on the job to come to find out that the job they were in disqualifies them for Medicare. Now, a public job at that, a public job that they um, retired 30 fucking years disqualifies them for Medicare. Ain't that some shit? You know what I mean? Like, is, is, that, a, uh, is that a slap in your face? And that's why, like, you, when, when people think they're safe, you know, you, you think, you think, you think, like, 
you don't have to look out for yourself. You think a company give a shit about about you personally. You are you are a number. You know, you are a number. You are a bottom line. You know what I mean? And when you when you when you don't match when you when you are like a a a, a kink in their bottom line is you don't matter. You're just a number. You just you just part of the, the the financial chart. You either make sense or you don't. You're out. But but for something like this to go and you and this is you think this is the only you think wounded warriors are the only ones like like this. I mean that's why the CB stuff people like CBS investigations have to uncover shit like this. And that's why you have organizations like Charity Navigator to to like keep you know to keep an eye on crooks like this and, and and thank god there was somebody who cared enough or or somebody's who cared enough to create a resource like charity navigator you know a, a watchdog um, organization like that thank god you have investigators out there, these news reporters that that are doing things like this, and not just and not just reporting on bullshit like what some celebrity is wearing, what somebody Instagrammed, or what somebody tweeted, what you know. Thank God you you have people that are that are have an eye on shit that matters. I don't know, man. I hate to end this on like actually, no, I'm not gonna end this on on me getting all riled up. I'm gonna end on a, a, a light note, cause I I I can go on and on, but it, it, man, this shit just fires me up when and it goes on and on. It, it's all it's, it's never ending. It's never ending, and, you know. And it's and and again, you have um, these politicians. <laughs> anyway, I came across this one photo project. This Canadian guy defies gender stereotypes with sensual countryside. Doudoir photo shoot instead of boudoir you get it doudoir and i'm not sure if this is the same guy that was doing this uh there was another guy i think i talked about <laughs> where, but because these pictures look different but there was another guy i talked about that was doing something similar i'm not, I'm not even sure if it's the same guy but you gotta check the check the images out man uh let me let me give you some resources here uh what's his name all right, let me let me just read the headline, and this is from where is this from? Again, I'm trying to trying to give give you my source. Shit, what is this? Board Panda, board. Oh yeah, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about Board Panda on one of these episodes. That's that's a site I think I'm gonna submit some to. But all right, so the photographer's name is Masika May, M A S I K A, last name M A Y Masika May. So. We're used to boudoir photo shoots that feature women, but Canadian photographer Masika May wants to change that perspective. She offers you, she offers you, a play in playful pictures of boudoir and shows you a sensual side of the country. She said the idea came from a previous commission. Masika took a series of intimate pictures of Brandon. Yeah, this this is. Let me see. Yeah, this is the same same guy. Same thing I talked about on another episode of this guy Brandon, who she took in like the bathtub and stuff. Uh, he, he did that as a gift for his wife, so that sparked her to create a, a whole project behind it. And I'm telling you, man, like, 
you you like if you don't know, you think these are just snapshots, but you have no idea of what it takes to to create these photos to be both humorous, to be shot right and good, and to not make you totally want to vomit. You know what I mean? Like you you just got to take a look at them. Um, what is her website? Uh, MasikaMayPhotography.ca. But I'm gonna post a link up to to the uh, pictures and. Uh, so she has this one of him, this guy with this like beer gut, and this this is a, a manly man, you know, beer gut. He got a he got a beard, and he's standing in front of a fucking truck, but he's uh, bathing himself in like suds, almost like milk, but it's like he's pouring his bucket, pouring his bucket of sudsy soapy water down over himself like if it was a chick, and it's it's hilarious, but it works, man. I, I can never do this. I mean, that goes to show you her humor and her skills as a photographer. Big up to Masika May. And uh, <laughs> some of the poses, man, it's like the guy is dead on serious. Like this one, he's like in this in these, these hay bales or this hay. He has on these cowboy boots, his underwear, boxer briefs, and... um. In the cowboy hat. It's hilarious. Then the one he's like turning backwards. <laughs> he's turning backwards looking at the camera. Like with his ass towards the camera. And he's turned around. <laughs> like leaning on the truck, man. And it's hilarious. It's hilarious. It's just I mean, she should get her own award for it, man. Like this one where she's he's uh he got like a chicken feed bucket. He's standing with chickens. And he, the guy is just standing there, man, like a big ass, like a big bear. <laughs> it's awesome, 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 man. Um, yeah, big up to this model. I don't, I don't know who this guy is. is. This the same guy, this Brandon guy. I don't know. I guess I could have read the article. Anyway, check it out. Um, again, Masika May, M A S I K A, last name M A Y, photography. Dot ca check it out man it's worth it's worth watching find all oh, yeah, the mc find on instagram uh i don't know what an instagram handle i don't even know how to read instagram instagram handles that's gonna be one of my goals to uh to get up on some of that stuff and stop acting like fucking i'm like 60 years old um Oh yeah, I see some more, some other articles I'm gonna talk about next time. Anyway, man, that's it. I think that that's gonna do it. That's, that's long enough, right? All right, that's it for this episode of Straight Talk Uncut. I hope you guys enjoyed. Um, check out some of the links that I talked about at StraightTalkUncut.com. You know, go to whatever episode, uh, whatever date, and look at the show notes. Um, if you got any questions, comments, anything, tell us at StraightTalkUncut.com. Yeah, hit me up on that with anything you have, anything you wanna you 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 want wanna say, whatever questions, comments, whatever. Or you can go to the SoundCloud timeline, post right on there. Let me know what you're thinking about, what you got going on, anything you wanna send my way, anything you wanna point my way, point my attention to. Um, that's it for this episode. Like I always say, I don't know a lot. What I do know, I try to talk straight about, man. That's straight talk uncut. Talk to you guys next time.